The better life that God wants you to have is paid with miracles. This is the place for miracles. Uh, don't forget about the working of miracles. When we talk about the nine gifts of the Spirit, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, the gift of faith, the gift of tongues, the gift of interpretation of tongues, the discerning of spirits, uh, on and on, the gift of prophecy, there are nine of them. Oftentimes people forget about the working of miracles. The working of miracles is still in operation today. Now, if you go back in Bible days, you'll see lots of operations of the working of miracles. For example, the seminary students in Elisha's day were building a dormitory. And one of them had gone to the Philistines and had borrowed an axe. The Philistines are the ones, I believe if I remember right, they're the ones who, who discovered and, and, and made those axes uh, first of all. And uh, the Israelites, one of the Israelites borrowed an axe and the axe head flew off as he was chopping wood and it fell into the water, in the river. And it was muddy water. And, and he, you, you read him saying, Alas, Master, talking to Elisha, Alas, the axe was borrowed. It looked like it was an impossible situation. How was he going to pay the debt back of borrowing the axe when the axe head was at the bottom? But Elisha came along and, and in essence was saying, look, God has the working of miracles in the middle of the situations when it seemed like everything has sunk to the bottom. And he took a stick and let me say, he said, let me, in essence, let me show you the power of God. He threw in the stick and the axe head, the Bible tells the story in 2 Kings, the axe head floated to the top of the water. Now, axe heads don't float. In the natural, they just don't float. But God caused a miracle, the working of miracles. Don't discount an opportunity for the working of miracles in your situation. The Bible tells the story that Jesus went to a wedding. He had not yet entered into His healing ministry. And when He got there, He found out that the, the wine had run out. And that was a very bad sign to begin a wedding. And His mother, Mary, came to Him and said, Son, they have run out of wine. Well, Jesus said, It's not my hour yet. It's not my time. <laughs> she smiled and turned to the others and say, said to them, Whatever He says do, you do. Don't discount the working of miracles. And Jesus did something that in the natural made no sense. He said, take the water pots and fill them full of water. And now pour them out. They put in water, but when they poured them out, it was wine. It was not only wine, but it was the best wine. So much so that the governor or the maitre d', we might say, the master of ceremonies of the, of the feast came and said, it's amazing. Normally at a wedding, they serve the best wine first and they save the cheaper brands for later. But you have saved the best until last. Don't discount the operation of the working of miracles. It's not too late for a miracle. You know, uh, when a salesman has a piece of property for sale, a house, a building, a piece of land, uh, an automobile, whatever it is, if the salesman believes in the product and believes that he or she can sell it, they have a much better opportunity. But when the salesman walks in with an attitude of, oh, well, I just don't have any confidence that I can sell this, that permeates, that, that comes through. The person who is looking to buy can feel that. They can discern that, that there's something wrong. They may not be able to explain exactly what it is, but they, they feel in the world's vernacular today, they say, well, I, I feel that vibe. You know, I, I just, 
it, it feels negative. It feels negative in the room. But when the salesperson uh, gives the impression that it's the greatest property in the world, it's the greatest car, it's the greatest house, it's the greatest piece of land, it's the greatest building, suddenly there's an excitement in the air. And that's when sales begin to happen. It's like you, you can't miss this. This is the world's greatest opportunity. That's, that's the heart of a true salesperson. Praise God for an opportunity for the working of the of the working of miracles. I got a, a testimony from from a, a woman who's in Pennsylvania who had who called for prayer for her mother. She'd had a stroke in the hospital, and the doctors had said they had done all they can do, and they sent her home to die. Well, that's a negative report. Nobody wants to hear that. But when they got home, they called the Abundant Life Prayer Group, and we began to pray, and she began to pray for her mother. She called back in and said, now my mother is beginning to move her toes. She's beginning to move her hands on the affected side. Just continue to pray. We're beginning to see a miracle. Don't discount the working of miracles. Don't discount and don't limit God. God is unlimited. He is omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time. He's omniscient. He knows everything. And I believe that he is in the miracle business. He has not gone out of the miracle business. Look at Isaac in the Bible. Isaac, Abraham's son. The Bible says that Isaac faced a famine. And it wasn't the first famine. He had actually faced a famine uh, in his father's day. Now a terrible famine had hit the land. Well, Isaac got scared. And he prepared to go down to Egypt where there was no famine. But God spoke to him and said, no, no, don't go down to Egypt. Don't run away. Don't hide. Don't try to go to some other place. Stay here and sow in this land in the midst of famine. And Isaac obeyed. He didn't go down to Egypt. He stayed and he sowed. Now, I can imagine what people must have been thinking. A drought means there's no rain, which means the ground is is uh, is is hard and parched and thirsty. There's no way it can take the seed and produce a harvest. But, but Isaac believed that God would work a miracle, the working of miracles, and he planted a crop in the middle of the drought. And the Bible says he reaped a hundredfold harvest, a hundred times what he planted in the same year. Don't discount the working of miracles. Don't limit an unlimited God. You know, they say that the bumblebee has a wingspan that's too short for its body and that it is impossible for the bumblebee to fly. <laughs> but nobody told the bumblebee. <laughs> and the bumblebee just flies. Impossibilities are meant to be turned into possibilities. And God can reach into that impossible situation that you're facing right now. It may be spiritual, it may be physical, it may be financial, it may be in your family or in your business or your job or your ministry. You may say, well, it just looks like it's impossible for me to get a job. It looks like it's impossible for me to get well. It looks like it's impossible for this or impossible for that. God is the God who can take the impossible and turn it into the possible in your life. So don't limit an unlimited God. I'm sure it looked impossible for Moses and the children of Israel when they were standing before the Red Sea, the pursuing army from behind, the rocks on the left, the rocks on the right, and God said, lift up that shepherd's rod. Well, listen, what is the shepherd's rod going to do uh, for the Red Sea, which is in front of them? <laughs> but when he lifted it up, the working of miracles took place.
and the waters parted, and they were able to walk across the Red Sea on dry ground. Don't limit an unlimited God. God has not changed. He said, I am the Lord, I change not. So in the authority of Jesus' name, I'm praying over you. You say, well, Richard, you, you sound like you're trying to rev me up. Yes, in faith. I'm trying to get your faith moving today so you'll understand it's not impossible. It's not over. What a Yogi Bear used to say, it's not over till it's over. And it's not over yet in the authority of Jesus' name. I pray over you right now, whatever the situation is, in Jesus' mighty name, I pray over you. Now, you may have gotten a doctor's report like Ronell's mother got. They may have said, well, we're sending you home to die. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. It may be the fact, but that's not your faith talking. In Jesus' name, I pray just like God is raising up her mother, I pray over you. I rebuke this impossible situation, and I pray for God to turn it around into the realm of the possible. I pray for healing in your body. I rebuke this heart condition. I rebuke the blood pressure problem, the blood sugar problem. I rebuke the problem with your eyes and with your hearing and with your bones and with your muscles. I rebuke the problem with the in internal organs. I rebuke the problem in your blood. I pray for healing from the crown of your head even unto the soles of your feet. And listen to me, listen, listen to me, listen. I'm not taking no for an answer. The Bible says in Matthew 18, verses 18 and 19, if two shall agree on earth, as concerning anything that they shall ask, it shall be done by my Father. Now, you're one, I'm one, that's two. And we are on earth the last time I checked. And I agree with you. And there is power in the prayer of agreement. And I'm not coming out of this agreement in Jesus' name until that healing comes. I'm standing with you right by your side in faith. It's just like I'm standing there with you. In Jesus' name. Maybe it's financial. In the name of Jesus, I'm telling you, as you give to God... You have a Bible right to expect God to turn the situation around as you sow, like Isaac did in the midst of famine. You say, well, I don't have anything to sow. Everybody's got something to sow. Peter didn't have much to sow, but he sowed his empty fishing boat. And Jesus brought a net-breaking, boat-sinking load of fish into Peter's life. And Peter was a commercial fisherman. That's how he fed his family. And then, <laughs> then he became <laughs> the, the, the chief apostle on Jesus' team. Praise God. There's nothing too hard for God. And I'm praying that as you give to God, God will open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. So much so, there will not be enough room to receive it. Now that's what the Bible says, and I'll stake my life on this word. Praise God. I am believing for His miracle touch. Maybe it's a, a relationship. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's your business. Maybe you do need a job. In the name of Jesus, I'm praying for the God of the impossible, turning that situation around to bring a miracle into your life from the crown of your head even unto the soles of your feet. And I'm not taking no for an answer. I believe God for you. In Jesus' mighty name. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Somebody give a praise unto the Lord today. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for listening to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you'd like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, and books such as Your Road to a Better Life by Richard Roberts. It's a 91-day journey to help bring God's miracles into your life. It's about living the better life that we all want, a closer relationship with Jesus, 
experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit and getting your needs met in every area. Go online to oralroberts.com to request a copy for your best seed faith gift.